0: Hi, guys. It's Danielle. Um, I'm going to do the podcast today, of course, but um, in light of everything that's happening in the world, you know, two weeks ago in Buffalo, that shooting of innocent people in a grocery store and in Orange County, and now this terror in Texas, this nightmare, this... I can't not acknowledge it. I know that this uh, this podcast is an escape, and you know, and a, and a, and, a, and we can forget it for a while. But I don't want to forget, and I don't think you guys do either. I know our audience, and we are garbage people through and through. But we're also people that feel very deeply, and not just about housewives. And I'm obviously just devastated, and I know you guys are too. And we all feel so helpless and hopeless. But there is stuff to do. There is action to take. So. I'm asking everyone, and I'm sure so many of you have, but I am asking you all to take a minute before we talk to, uh, about our housewives to, to do something, and there is stuff to do. So take a minute, and you can, you can go to Moms Demand Action right now. You can go to every town for Gun Safety. They also have you know Instagram sites, or go to their website. There's so many action items on both of those sites, plus donations, or you can just call your senators. The number is 202-224-3121 and tell them to vote on H.R. 8. It's the background check bill. And no matter where you are politically, this is a bipartisan bill. We all agree on this stuff, that there need to be more background checks and so much more So this is not political. This is just, I don't care how you're voting. And there are also midterms coming up. And you can go and check to see where the people you're voting for stand on gun control and if they are backed by the NRA. These are things we can do. So I ask you now, before you listen to the podcast and before we have a few laughs, if you can just do one thing today, one action item, whether it's just visiting those sites and looking about what you can do, donating Calling a senator, it takes very little time, and the impact is great. I love you all. I'm thinking of you all. I know we're all in this together. We can do something, and I, um, and I just had to say something before we start today because we all feel this, and to not feel this, we feel this together. We're, we're a big group, and, and, and I know we can do something together. I love you guys. Hi guys, welcome to Bitch Sash and a trash fire of a week. Let's call it what it is, a trash fire of a month. But something good is happening. Not well, Casey's not here, but that's not what's good. That's happening. She um, is on vacation with her family, and guess what? She did not take PSLAX. So I have heard the trials and tribulations of having to be with the rest of the, you know, pedestrian trash like the rest of us. She had to just sit with the the regulars like me. But so Let's send her love, but um, we do have one of my favorite people of all time. She's basically another member of Bitch Sesh because we quote her so often because we have a text chain and she's like the funniest human being alive and has many hot takes on the housewives. Please welcome. You know her. You love her. She is an Emmy nominee for a Black Lady Sketch Show. She's also worked on some of your favorite shows, including Dearly Departed, and she is now involved in something secret. Oh, let's just bring her on. Aquila Green. <laughs> Hi, Danielle. Your glasses are so stylish. Thank you. I got new glasses. I wanted something because I needed to get... What are those? They're not called like transitionals, but there's like three prescriptions in one. Oh, so these are prescriptions? Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, typically a
1: glass is that cool or reserved for sunglasses. No there's, like
0: <laughs> no, there's literally three prescriptions in them. That's how much they're prescriptions. There's like one of me like looking far, one of me looking at a computer and one of me looking at my phone or a book, but most likely a phone. I mean, it sounds to me like you've arrived. Yes, arrived. Like, you mean arrived at old age. Yes, I have. <laughs> That's where I am. But honestly, they're just Warby Parker. They're nothing. <laughs> like They're just fucking like run of the well, Warby Parkers, but thank you. Akilah, how, you know, look, we know how you are, but, but, <laughs> but how are you in housewives land? Like, how are you? Oh, well, you know, it's interesting.
1: I, I, I typically watch New York, Beverly Hills and Potomac. Yes. And then I added Salt Lake City. And then after Salt Lake City, which went on for like 52 episodes, I was like, I'm going to take a break. And just detox a bit so I can get ready. But then I didn't. Of course then not. Then I went and watched. I watched Jersey for the first time. And like since like Danielle Staub's first appearance on the show. Wow. And, and then I started watching Ultimate Girl Strip. So, I'm just, <laughs>
0: You're so I'm I just. Love-
1: I did not. I just doubled down. I just fully immersed myself in Bravo. That's not a break, Akilah. You know. Like, that's, that's not a break <laughs> at all. It's like I took a week off and I couldn't handle it. <laughs> I started shaking and I just <laughs> rubbed it all over myself.
0: I mean, and and do you feel better for it? I feel like it's like, yeah, it's like you just took more medication to to ease the pain, if you will. Yeah, no, I do not feel better for it. Though. No.
1: <laughs> no. And I also, you know, like we have our thread about housewives. Yes, I also we do. have three or four more. And what? so <gasps> You
0: I'm cheat. This you
1: all <laughs> Yours is my favorite, of course. You cheater! And it's also the one that I I talk with, I engage with the most because I just love to just drop memes <laughs> and links and shade into it with no comment and walk away. Um, but it just means that I've spent way too much of my time talking about these women and their lives, and I don't feel good about it. I'm not a better person.
0: Who? What else are we gonna do? Like, no, what, this is
1: true. Like, this what, is true.
0: What else is there to do? And I have to. <laughs> Admit that during trying times, I don't know if this is for you, and Casey and I talk about this a lot. It's like the only thing my brain can rest on during tough stuff. like it's the only thing for me that that i I can't watch t v but this isn't t v. These are my stories, you know,
1: no, it's so true and you know, Casey in her memoir, she talks about how Real Housewives kinda of got her through when her mother passed away. Well, my father passed away a couple of months ago. And it's the same thing. We're like, I just dug in. I just I need these ladies to act a fool.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> to help to help me feel better about myself. <laughs> I know it really is this kind of and and I'm so sorry about your dad. And I know we talked a lot about that, but I, I um I do think that it is this crazy sad, this argumentative, terrible monstrous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sad that when, like I said, when I've been through really tough stuff, it's just, it is there for me in a way that, like, I can't. Yeah. And, and sometimes the Gilmore girls, but more likely Housewives. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, just. Yeah.
1: No, I need eight episodes of an argument about a dress that was maybe borrowed and not returned. Like, that's, <laughs> that's exactly what I need.
0: <laughs> you know what it is? And I don't know. Are you watching that show on HBO about the rich people, the Gilded Age?
1: I did watch it. I watched every single episode. I
0: did. (laughs) And interestingly, I don't know why
1: I did. Like, I can't walk away and say that I was riveted, but I also never missed an episode. Me
0: neither. And I think it has sometimes a Housewives quality about it in that, like, the stakes could not be lower. You know what I mean? It's like they could, like, it's like, is she going to cross the street to their house? I don't know. <laughs> like, but I am.
1: Is she going to
0: cross the street? <laughs> but you know that's what I exactly. mean?
1: But, and also some nice costumes, a little, yes. some nice jewelry, a nice house. Like, yes. That's all we're looking for.
0: And that's what Housewives is, and that's what the guilt, like, there's, the stakes are so low, and obviously the stakes have gotten higher with Housewives as it's now a true crime show is... Ray Sani pointed out to us. Yes,
1: totally. It's
0: so good to have you here. Thank you. Any big thoughts about Jersey before we move on with our guest? I would love to hear your Jersey thoughts. Sure.
1: Jersey? So, So I hadn't kept up with these women in years, and I jumped back in on this last season. And I just did not think I would dislike Teresa in the way that I did. But I mean, what an awful person! And I just never had that thought about her. So you know, my my big takeaway is that beti- between Teresa and Louis, Louie is the catch.
0: <laughs> and that's a t- and that sunburnt, crispy, possible horrible I, yes. person like is still like, and I and I say that with
1: no disclaimers. That's even if all the allegations <laughs> are true. Like, <laughs> Teresa is the worst. Like, if I if I were dating Teresa, a mm-hmm. person who, like, lacks the ability to reason and process information, who can't control her emotions, who loses it and throws tables in public places, who can't figure out an analogy, Yeah, you, Danielle, would pull me aside and try to get me out of that situation.
0: Oh, I <laughs> would rescue you like you were in a cult. I would come exactly. blazing in. I would, like, ram a car through your door and get you out of there
1: exactly so i'm just like what is lou what is louie doing because i and i'm certain that he loves her and she's also stunning her body is banging i mean she's i do believe that she's lovable and sweet but then every 3 seconds she's losing her mind and i just think that like i think he's just happy to have somebody who's completely willing to overlook his yeah. Several allegations of abuse and toxicity.
0: Yeah. And I will say, like, I got fooled and sort of lulled into liking Teresa with Ultimate Girls Trip. You know what Which I mean? what everyone says, yeah. Like, because she was such a sweet dummy. And I was like, oh, I love a sweet dummy. Like, come on. Like, what's better than a sweet, sweet dum-dum? But then, then and I was like, Melissa's the bad guy. Melissa's the trash. She's manipulating everything. She's trying to make... Teresa, her storyline, like she doesn't have a storyline without Teresa. And then I was like, no, Teresa's garbage. Like, you know what I mean? Especially at the reunion when she was like blaming Marge for the rumors about, like, I was just like, no, Teresa.
1: Even when Louie was like, I don't blame Marge. She was just
0: like, Well, I <laughs> but now I'm a dog with
1: a bone. Yeah, you know yeah. I can't let it go. It's just like, oh. Bless her heart. So that's my hot take and then I love Jackie and her storyline about her yes. eating disorder. I loved it so much and I hate that she's now I hear been demoted to a friend of. Why? Like what do you that. think that is? It feels is? like the wrong it feels like the wrong message that like for her to have like a actual thoughtful and inspirational storyline and then to be like no thank you. We <laughs> thank need you need to see less of you. Too real.
0: <laughs> Too real. <laughs> it's yeah. not a great Too look. Too helpful. Yeah, yeah, it's not a great look and yet here we are we'll still watch it and that's what it and that's yep. our burden totally. to bear well Akilah I'm so happy to have you on especially now also you have a secret project that you cannot talk about but I'm really excited and you'll just Akilah is in demand I always like I have a show that I'm working on and I'm always like if I could get Akila, but I'll never be able to get you <laughs> I, I just, mean listen <laughs> try me don't say that because that's how people end up with no job no, okay sorry no, goes, no, no, she's no. so busy
2: it's
1: like no sitting over here Watching Real Housewives, starting over from season one of New York. <laughs>
0: I just mean you're a talent and you're in demand. Thank That's you, all, but still go to her with a job. She might take your job if she, you know, I might take your job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Life is expensive.
0: Yeah, right. You might take three jobs. You could do it all. One hundred percent. Now let us introduce our guest. Now this hilarious woman came to me through my husband. He was like, this is a really funny stand-up that you should know. And she also is a a treasure trove of knowledge about housewives. And I was like, do I trust my husband? Do I trust him? And then I was like, I guess I should. Um, She's super funny. She's hot to trot, too. Very, like, look, this— the room today, the Zoom room today, we're looking, we're looking good. I gotta say, it's a hot room, and you all, and this guest also happens to be Twitter friends with Akila. Please welcome very funny stand-up Blair Sochi.
2: Hi! Oh my god, this is a dream come true moment for me, so just thanks for having me. I'm pleased to be here.
0: We're pleased to have you. Thank you so much for doing it. We're so happy, and I know um, you're hilarious stand-up. You've been on Comedy Central, and you also have a new podcast coming out called Dear Owen Wilson.
2: I do, yeah. It just came out on iHeartRadio. We have three episodes out. Pretty excited. It's fun. Um, And I— Our guests, comedians, personalities come on and read a letter to a celebrity they love or loved growing up. And then I interview them um, in sort of a psycho way. But (laughs) 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 Ah. it's fake. It's based off a real letter I wrote to Owen Wilson in 2007. I love that.
0: I love it. Oh my God. That's so funny. That's really sweet. Blair,
1: you're also hilarious on Twitter. I think we became Twitter friends, and that's, yeah. And I've been following you. And you tweeted recently about, like, why would I be on Bumble chasing men in this economy, which is so hilarious.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's how I feel about it, too. (laughs) I truly, my brain breaks thinking about that business model. I'm like, what? I not all I, I have no. I have to speak first. Are you kidding me, bitch? No, <laughs>
1: uh, no, no. It's backwards. It's all wrong.
0: <laughs> are either of you guys on that one dating app? That's like because you guys are like Hollywood heavyweights. Like what's that one <laughs> that's like John
2: you know, Raya? Yes, like like Matthew Perry. <laughs> I was on for one week, and I said. Honey, I am not trying to be a DJ or a man who sells vitamins in Venice, and that <laughs> yeah. seems to be the only yeah. two like, options. Or like former Laguna Beach cast members; those three. There was nothing else. Oh, yeah.
1: There's like trainers and like a DJ with a residency in Vegas. Like this is what I'm hearing from from my friends who are on it.
0: Really, and like Matthew Perry too, right? Like
1: yes. yes.
2: <laughs> or but if you are. In the market for a man with a spray tan, that is the dating app for you. Wow.
0: Yeah.
2: Wow, wow, wow. Okay, good to know. <laughs> I
0: just want to see what my options are. I mean, I'm in a happy marriage. But. Just Yeah. Sometimes you just got to know what your market rate you is. You just got to know. Even It's like when you have a job, you're always kind of looking at other yeah, jobs. <laughs> for
1: sure. You got to just see. Keep your husband on his toes.
0: Yes.
2: You just got to <laughs> just see what the
0: atmosphere is bringing. I've only got You know, like Carol, I've got a few good summers left. And so it's
2: just Oh my god, I forgot about Carol. I haven't heard that name in in ages. I know.
0: Well her summers are gone. Like the summers (laughs) her summers are gone. Like
2: when she said that, I remember watching that in real time, being like Christ lady Jesus. What a thing to say. Should we just all put our go out back? Jesus Christ. Yeah.
0: I related so hard.
2: <laughs> I was like,
0: yeah, I get that. Like, you know, my breasts aren't where they were. My neck isn't where it was. <laughs> like, we can get it. <laughs> like you know, hopefully that super tan DJ will—he's out there. He's, he's out, there out there just for me. spinning beats. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like at this point, is the DJ just like pressing a button? You know, like it's not really. Oh, yeah. you don't have to. But. I think
1: it's a like. I think it's also just like style and attitude. Like I think you got to make faces Ooh. and bob your head a certain way in a cool outfit while pushing the button.
2: <laughs> I could do that. And tight jeans. Yeah, yeah. I think it,
1: there's a there's an aesthetic to it that's mm. really like half of the gig.
2: I agree. I like
1: that.
0: Now, guys, should we dig into Beverly Hills and like just just say where we're at with all? Where are we with Beverly Hills? The new season just started. Like, where are you guys?
2: Well, I'm okay. I mean, obviously, world rocked by Dorit. That was so. Horrible for her to watch her experience to see that her go through that, and then the people's reactions <laughs> have been absolutely insane. Sutton is out of her mind, yeah. To I really, I mean, to say, yeah, yeah, I've been putting out fires all day, too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: (laughs) there's something, like, I couldn't figure out Sutton's response, like, I just couldn't make sense of it I know she's a weirdo, but that felt weird even for her, and then in this last episode it seems like she's explained it further, she's been clearer in the confessionals than she has been in her conversations but it's her own kind of trauma related to guns and burglary and all that, but she hasn't been able to articulate that as well to the women, and I wonder, like is she, is that a retroactive kind of explanation, because she knows it didn't go over, well? like, I can't figure out Exactly what is happening there is not r- ringing true.
0: Yeah, you know, as we've said, and Diana, our new housewife, said so beautifully to Sutton, <laughs> you come off weird and wrong.
2: <laughs> she actually said, she, even though yeah. she was
0: right next to her. <laughs> she comes off weird and wrong. And to see that while someone is in the room is a bold thing to do. <laughs> Typically, we don't like it when our house, like the new
1: girl comes in so hot and messy. We don't love that. But I think she has enough money that we're willing to excuse it for a second. We'll just see where she's going with this. But it was like, what background does she have with Sutton that would cause her to say that? And she says that, like, I forget forgive, but I don't forget. And it's like, what is she forgiving Sutton for? It was a little too much too soon for me.
0: Yeah. Diana, again, I have forgiven so much just because I'm like bewildered by her Cartier rings. Like they sort of hypnotize me into being like, she's right. You know what I mean? And like her beautiful face, I'm very entranced by her face. I know that sounds crazy, but she's so pretty. I'm just like, wow, you're so beautiful. And she's got like a Twenty-year-old and like a one-year-old
2: <laughs> and, just... and a thirty-three-year-old fiance. I
0: was like, and the twenty-year-old is her boyfriend. I know. Which... <laughs> I don't know. And honestly, of those three people, I don't know who's who. Like, I don't know who's right. the baby. Fair. I don't know who's the fiance. I don't know who's the older son. <laughs> like, there it's some amalgam of people. And like, and then some people just work for her. Like, it's all so bizarre. But I'm very into it. Like,
2: I know what you mean, though. I will. I am really transfixed by how pretty she is, and I know that she's had, like a lot of work done or whatever but she looks like an adult cherub Yeah, like she 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 looks so angel-y and pillowy like and beautiful like a gerber baby
0: yes yeah and I think anyone that comes on like I think the the three most beautiful housewives on on Beverly Hills for me are Garcelle obviously like when Garcelle came on I think I'm trans anytime Garcelle comes on the screen I'm sort of transfixed her in that blue dress this weekend This weekend, like, we just all had this experience. (laughs) (laughs) When
2: we were all hanging out this weekend.
0: (laughs) I thought she looked stunning. Like, I was literally... Oh, I feel like you're not giving it that, Akilah. You didn't like the dress? And that's all I'll
2: say. (laughs) (laughs) What about the crystal wings, Akilah? Okay,
0: the crystal wing. (laughs) Gorgeous. Gorgeous.
1: (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Garcelle turned some looks. I didn't love the the blue number. I just didn't think it flattered it anything that she was offering. She's a gorgeous woman and has great style. I don't think it did anything for her body.
0: I thought for the cleavage, it showed us look, what I thought she was giving us with like, I'm not going to give you shape. I'm just going to give you cleavage. Like I'm going to give, it's, it was like a peekaboo. It was like a mm. tease. That's what I thought. No, interesting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> interesting. I also, I have to say like, I think Kyle is so beautiful, and I know she also has had excellent work. But like when I look at her, I'm like, she's beautiful to me. <laughs> the silence. Hmm. <laughs> hmm, hmm,
0: hmm. <laughs>
1: I think I think she's she's gotten her hair together. I think there were a couple of seasons <laughs> and there were. 'Cause like when she first came on, I mean she had glorious hair. Remember there was that other housewife who came on who also had thick hair and there was like a competition because she wanted to be the only one with thick oh, luxurious Joyce. hair. Joyce. Yes. Joyce. I remember Joyce. I think I think Kyle is very beautiful and I'm just her hair seems back to its full glory. Yes. And I'm and I'm happy for her.
0: We've really gone on a journey with her hair more than anything. Remember she cut it. There were those Halloween bangs that Z Way yeah. last week came on and said, I was like, if you had Kyle on the show, what would you ask her about? And she was like, I would ask Kyle about her bangs. So I was like, I all the things to about. She was like, I want to get down to the truth of why those bangs were. But like, yeah. sh- we've really gone on a journey. Yeah, she lightened it at some point. Oh, yeah, yes! I think. Yeah. Now, this looks good. Now, we haven't seen hide her hair of Miss Kathy. I know.
1: And I, you know, there's all these... Rumors circulating about that Aspen trip yeah. and what exactly went down. And I don't know if people are just repeating the rumors back to themselves, but it's the same rumor where, like, she did not get VIP treatment at whatever club yes. and then, as a result, issued some racial and homophobic slurs and then was <gasps> kicked out of the party and then was in a tizzy at the house. And that's the story. I don't know. Please don't sue me, Kathy Hilton. I have like $2. It's allegedly. And I need them to get something to eat. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. These are the stories. Yes. And then it co- seems to have caused a rift between her and Kyle and Rena and Erica. So I don't know, but she was touted as just like a the same level of castmate that she was last year. And then now we're on episode three and I've not seen her. It's odd.
0: It's odd. I will say that when we were hearing these rumors, Akilah and I and Casey were on a text thread and and then we were... Sp- we. <laughs> At one point, we realized we we had said it to each other. Like, I heard it. We heard the rumor from each oh, other. yes, yes. And then when we were repeating it back to each other, we were just so like, wait, who did we hear this from? And then we're like,
1: Casey and I both have friends on who work on the same TV show. And I told my friend and she told her friend. And then they told each other. And then they brought it back to us. So then we told each other. <laughs> and it turns out, it all came from the same text. <laughs> same.
0: <laughs> it was just like a parasite of us eating our own shit. You know what I mean? Like, it was like... <laughs> just
2: I didn't know those rumors and I was missing Kathy and I was like, where's Kathy? You know, she was so much fun last season and now, okay.
1: Yeah, I hear there's cease and desist involved. Yeah.
0: But why are we listening? I feel like people are always sending, like Denise sent a cease and desist to everybody and everyone was like, yeah, whatever, who cares? Like nobody (laughs) gave a shit about Denise's cease and desist. Why do we care about Kathy? Because she's got so much money. She's got
1: money. Yeah, that's what that is. Money and like social cachet and whatnot. Uh, But also like, these allegations, if true, are worse than Denise had an oh, a, yeah. a threesome with, or an affair with Brandy. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're a little bit worse. <laughs> um, let me ask you guys where you're at with Erica this season.
2: I was amazed that like, so the editing was amazing because anytime like someone would bring it out, like when she would, you know, say everything's been proven to be false, everything's been proven to be false. And then they would immediately cut to another cast member and be like nothing has been proven to be false but uh erica keeps (laughs) saying that so i don't know but absolutely nothing has been proven to be false and then they will just keep going back and forth erica
1: is hoping for that same thing that happened with the rumor that danielle and casey and i spread and got back to it she's hoping that if we all just like pass it around enough times it'll ring true for me erica i just she's had such a fall from grace. Like when she came on, she was such like too cool for school. They called her an ice queen, but she was kind of like above the fray. And now I think she's just like rolling around in the mud. She's, when she was at Harry's birthday party. I don't know what drink she had. I'm not sure, (laughs) but, and she's like constantly trying to like get something started with, with Sutton, which just seems thirsty, and I just wish she would just button back up, just <laughs> tighten it up a little bit, because this is not flattering.
0: Yeah, I feel like Erica thinks she's, and this is a dated reference, <laughs> but she's Mae West, and again, she's a 19, like 1920s, 30s movie star, so this is yes. before my time, but she has decided that she was like, hey, you know, here's a sarcastic comment, <laughs> That's what I got. You know what I mean? It's like (laughs) you're (laughs) slender, slender. But you're like you're you're not saying anything funny. Like you're not. Or so. Like May West was a true comedic genius. You're just a bitch who's saying things in a rhythm that should sound like the from the long time ago. (laughs) But you're not. Like you're not interesting or funny. You're just kind of a basic bitch. You know what I mean? And it's interesting
1: too because. Uh, there's a cl- clip of her in the car eating a french fry. Either- <laughs> it was e- it's either this episode or we're going to preview for the next episode. And she's like scarfing it down as though like eating carbs on camera is super edgy. You yeah. know, like she's really like, look at me. I don't care. <laughs> it's just like, oh, Erica, I need you to have a thing.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: she's real raw. She's uh, like she's she seems like she's grabbing. But also, but also counterpoint. Uh, No, Sutton bugs the hell out of me. Oh, she bugs me so much. Like, I got all the girls coming for her. Because… And another thing… And another thing. Sutton, Sutton, when she came on, even out the gate, really bothered me. Because she was, like, positioning herself as, like, a fashion visionary. (laughs) And… Like really, that was her whole idea. That is her whole idea of herself as like this couture god. And I was like, "Honey, you don't know shit. Like you, you, you go in there, drop your card, and someone gives you some like very matronly dress, and you stroll out here, popping down at everyone." She's so odd that I'm. Like, I've never—we've never had a housewife this odd before.
0: You know what I mean? Like, she's so weird. She's so, like—like, even Kim Richards for all her turtles and, (laughs) you know, like, and her—and mixing a salad with her hands. You know, like, we—even with Kim Richards, like, I could touch down. Like, Sutton, but— that's been sort of fascinated by her and I'm also fascinated by her and Crystal's relationship because Crystal I think we all would say <laughs> yeah. is the most normal like we yeah. could be friends with Crystal in real life like yeah. we see her we feel her she's she does seem sort of like younger than the rest of them and sort of like more in tune with than the rest of them but so that friendship is so odd to me. I don't know what you guys think.
1: Yeah, and I think if it weren't for Crystal and Garcelle kind of validating Sutton, she'd still be on an island by herself and we'd wonder why she was there. Like, that's kind of... Because Renna, apparently, remember, like, Renna brought her in. And Renna just brought her in and dropped her off. But I they, Rena brought her in? Isn't that true? Like, they knew each other before. Yeah. I, I forgot. This is what I'm saying. Renna dropped her off and went on about her business and then Sutton <laughs> would have just been on an island by herself. And now Garcelle has, like, taken up for her like, it seems like Garcelle and Sutton made a pact before they started filming this year like we're gonna have each
2: other's backs and so otherwise we just be like sudden, what is happening I picture and why that could not be the only explanation truly Akila, because I am so flummoxed flummoxed by Garcelle and Crystal riding yeah. so hard for Sutton. I do not understand either of their relationships at all. The way you just described Lisa
0: Rinna dropping Sutton off, I just picture Lisa like <laughs> driving <laughs> and really fast in her car, in a car and like kicking her out and she just rolls down <laughs> the street.
1: And then she stands up and dresses herself off yeah. and hands whoever's there a bottle of fireball and she's uh, ready to go.
0: I mean, it's odd. Garcelle, I think, sees something that what garcelle sees in sutton i see more than what crystal sees in Sutton. just because crystal and sutton had such a weird beginning which we talk about last night that like i'm so surprised that they got along so where were- garcelle i understand it because garcelle had a weird opening with the other ladies so she is looking for that other new person to come in and relate to
1: what is the saying the enemy of enemy of my enemy is my friend yeah i think they just i think they just like they realize that like erica rena dorit and kyle have a click and they're the newcomers and they're gonna have to stick together and so put their differences aside which and their differences weren't that major i mean they were able to get over them and now they're gonna bond together and i think it's very smart strategically
2: yes (laughs) yeah I didn't even think about it like that. But those four really do seem like they're true friends in real life. Garcelle has an air this season. Like she's really on checked out. Like she, I don't know. To me, I don't know if you guys have gotten that vibe for where she's like on she has this feeling like she's on her way out to me. Like she's like, I'll just get up and leave. I don't care. Oh, I didn't I don't know. It's really early. It's really early. It's really early, but I just feel like she keeps being like, I'm going to leave the drama. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave, you know? But see, I don't think she was actually trying to leave as much as she was trying to
1: show support for Sutton and having Sutton's back. And I don't... This always baffles me, but like it feels like it's against Bravo policy for you to leave the scene. Like anytime somebody (laughs) tries to walk out, it's somebody's job to be like, no, you have to come. Let's just sit down and talk. Sure, they just slapped you in the face with a knife, but just we have to (laughs) sit and talk. And so I think she knew that Renna would do that because as soon as Garcelle got up to leave, Renna was like, okay, no, 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 no. I think I can get over it. (laughs) And so I I feel like uh, Garcelle knew what she was doing in that moment.
0: I think think she's in it to win it. I do think Oh, okay. All right. Um, Can we talk about Erica's comment about, like, now she can't sell her stuff and buy new stuff because of the lawsuits? (laughs) I loved that. I mean, wow. I mean, she's—I would say that there are other ways to scrimp. Um, (laughs) 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 Why is Mikey there to help her navigate? Like, is Mikey still on the payroll? These assistants? Like, I— have learned to dress myself somehow through the years. Ah, some yeah. way. So why is Erica not dressing herself? Like if you're this fashion maven and you're this, you're this person that we're all supposed to look up to, even without the money and the glitz and the glamour, if it's your vision, you should be able to do that on your own.
1: And it seems like after 10, 20, 30, however long she's had this glam squad doing this for her, she's learned some things along the way and also has eighty-two racks of clothes to choose from. Like I make it happen with the twelve outfits in my out my closet. So <laughs> like I just it is it is strange. And it is strange that they keep airing that. You just it feels like she hasn't learned anything about like her image and messaging from last season. We're like we should we should no longer even look inside your home. We should think that you live in a tent. And that's the message you should be trying to give us. You borrowed that dress. There's a tag on it, like Sonia Morgan, and you're gonna bring it back to Ross whenever you're done. Like that's what I, we want to see from Erica. Yes,
2: yeah, Sonia. Sonia is so transparent in that like thing, in the juxtaposition of those two. But like they do keep showing us like them all cramped in, like they have nowhere to stand from all the rocks of clothes. Right. Like they are just the the racks are closing in on the airspace in just in every shot and she's like yeah "Yeah, I've I've worn all these beautiful things once but once do you know how many times (laughs) I've worn this shirt this week yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and she's she's like but I will pick up and go forward with these clothes (laughs) I will find a way to pick one of these outfits that have been worn once
1: (laughs) it's like we could buy we could buy multiple houses with the, if we sold her garment racks, like truly, I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah. Like, there's a house worth, a
0: Beverly Hills house worth of clothes. I buy on the real real all the time. Like, that's the only way I can buy those fancy yeah. things. Like, she can sell them all for a pretty penny. What is she doing? Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. it's because she's like, well, I'd have to then give that money away, which is then also <laughs> a selfish. Like, it's oh, also like, because she's like, no, because of the lawsuits. If I sold this stuff, is And again, I might be wrong about this, but I think what she was saying is if I sold this stuff, that money doesn't go to me. It goes to the victims.
2: Legal expert Danielle, you're right. Really? I didn't, I didn't gather that. No, I didn't even think about that. That's true. So she's saying, so I'm not going to fucking sell those
0: and give that money. I'm going to keep the outfits because she was saying normally I'd sell the outfits and get more outfits with the money. But yeah. that money is not mine if I sell the outfits.
1: Oh, interesting. I just assumed, I think because my brain wanted to assume <laughs> that she's saying that when she sold the outfit, she can't buy more outfits. She'd sell them to keep the money because she needs the money. That's what I thought because she has lawyers and stuff. But I, I could have misread that. Uh,
0: again, I am speaking from zero knowledge. That's <laughs> yeah. The- <No. laughs> but, com- but confidence, com- Danielle. I like that.
2: That's my MO. <laughs> no knowledge, all confidence. I think that's a smart idea, though. That could very well be true. I also see her as, um, you know, she's like uh, Delilah and Samson. Is that the name? Like, yes. her clothes are her long hair. Like, mm. if you take away her clothes, like, I don't even know. If you take away her hair. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, I feel like she'd rather keep those clothes than, like, anything else. Like, that is who yeah. she
1: is. Right. I wonder also why is, like, I haven't heard of her performing as Erica Jane anymore. Oh. <gasps> It seemed like that was her source of income, and so it seemed like she would keep doing that. But maybe your theory is right, where like any new money she makes, she has to get. I don't. I don't think that's where we are yet. I don't think they're requiring her to turn her money over to victims
0: yet. She might not, or but it, maybe I don't know. Again, I know nothing. But also, I wonder. You know, as she said it in her song, "It's expensive to be me." Like those Erica Jane shows were for like seven people in a club at first. Like her audience <laughs> isn't that big, and like Tom Girardi was like. Putting the bill for these like lights right. and cameras and and people writing the songs and the auto turning her terrible voice, right. you know, like that's an expensive production. She can't just
1: right, and she can't just like go to a piano bar and just sing, no. She doesn't like, have a talent
0: with, <laughs> like, with no backup, just the, just somebody on the keys. Exactly. <laughs> it's not like she can do a cabaret show like the wonderful. Right. <laughs> <talent>. Wow.
1: Honestly, <laughs> honestly, she could. <laughs> i, I to Luann's
0: cabaret show and she could. Yeah. I, both of that. I think some, I guess Luann has the confidence just to be like, my voice is great. Yeah. Yes.
1: You're, imp- what's the song? What, what do I want for Christmas? What is the song that you, you all and- that I want for
0: Christmas. <laughs> oh my
1: God. It's hilarious when you do
2: that.
0: <laughs> You're so good at their voices. Cause all, it's all that's in my head. Um, but I, she never hits a note. Her range is so small. Luann's range is like, <laughs> like from like A to B, and but she still can't hit that range. Like she never right. lands on a note. She just kind of
1: guesses. She's and she's in the ballpark. Yeah, she's in
2: the. That I can relate to deeply. I have the same range uh, on the other side of the spectrum, but yeah. But you don't go and then like, I'm going to (laughs) sing. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to be a cabaret star. (laughs) I'm staying in my lane.
0: Can I ask you guys about Kyle's store opening? Yeah, I also had questions and no answers.
2: I just, what is, what is
1: the (laughs) business model? What is, what is Shahida? What does Kyle bring to that? What is her contribution? I, I vaguely remember Kyle had a fashion show at some point, and she had like a line that was coming out, but she doesn't appear to have a fashion background.
0: Yeah, and Lisa Rinna sort of shaded her. She, she's like, "Oh, another store." <laughs> <I was just laughs> like,
2: you bitch. Yeah, well, it was interesting the setup that they said because. They were like, well, you know, and and everything was going great. Retail was booming. We opened all these stores, and then things crashed. And I was like, now, now's the time to open, bitch. <laughs> I was like, right. have you been, have you been given any counsel by anyone or opened your eyes anywhere? Right. But maybe things are gonna. I do know that location in Palm Springs so where okay. the store opened, and it is like this gorgeous little area of like high end shops. So I wonder if it will be successful out there. Like nice calf dance and stuff or maybe that is the the market uh the demographic for her store but
1: palm springs seems like the right place for the aesthetic that she's going for and also it's one of those places where like I'll go out there for a weekend and, oh, my God, I don't have anything to wear for dinner. And you run into the whatever boutique is nearby. And yeah. I think she might get that kind of traffic. It was funny to me, too, that Rena was like, oh, it's like a, like a nightdress. <laughs> oh, she's <laughs> such a And friend. then Diana said, I guess I could wear it around my house. Yes! Oh, she was like,
0: I so think mean. I could wear this around my house. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: so mean. Diana is calculated as hell. She says everything with a smile so that she's... And then she just assassinates. Just shoots the blow dart and you're dead without even realizing it. Yeah. Silent yeah. assassin. I love
0: it. I love her. You guys, I, I don't know if it's her money yet, but I know I like her. And I might just like her money, <laughs> but I like her. So that's where I am with her.
2: I'm allergic to stores. Yes. I was like, <laughs> she's like,
0: I've never been in a store before. I was like, I'm sorry that this is the first one you've ever been to. This is a real <laughs> letdown. <laughs> They're not all like this, I promise. <laughs> Some of them have things you can use. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, One last thing I wanted to talk about before we leave the to Beverly Hills zip code is… um. Crystal and sort of her breakdown and her being triggered by sort of everyone saying that like she was being dramatic last season. How did you guys feel about that? I'm one, excited to
1: see her jump into the fray because I (laughs) felt like she didn't offer a ton last year, and I like her kind of the most. Like you said, she's somebody who I think I would like to hang out with, and so I don't want her gone. So I'm glad she's like earning her keep. It took me a minute to understand what she was saying, but if I finally got it, that Kyle was telling Sutton that how she reacted to Derek was wrong in the same way that everybody told her how she reacted to. Sutton walking in on her was wrong, and I, and then when they played that clip back where everybody told her that violated was like that pissed me off. <laughs> like I, I I remember I was in one of my first writer's rooms, I was the only person of color and I called something racist and everybody was like, it's not racist. He's just ignorant. And as though both can't be true, but they basically piled on. And to this day, five years later, I'm still pissed off. As you should and, be. And and if, they, if I saw them, I wouldn't speak. And I get a Christmas card from one of the guys every year. And honestly, fuck your family. <laughs> so I understand why Crystal is mad a year later. And then their response was wild to me. Like, Kyle starts yelling at her, Dorit. Well, Dorit, like It was a weird thing because it felt like Dorit was trying to be understanding, but she kept, are you out of your fucking mind? Why do you think your feelings are irrelevant? Those two don't seem to flow. They, they shouldn't be juxtaposed together. And so it just like, feels like
0: the kind of privileged white lady just jumped out of all of them.
1: Yeah. And it was a terrible look.
0: Yeah. I would say, I thought that too. I think really seeing that footage back was a huge reminder of like, you're wrong. How you feel is wrong. You're not allowed to feel that way. And it's like, I feel this way for a reason. Yes, I have history that informs the way I feel, but I feel this way. And you guys need to acknowledge that and process that and say, yeah, you did feel that way and you have a right to feel that way. And we're sorry that we made you feel that way. Like that would have done everything in that moment. Just listening to her and saying, Look, you feel this way. Like, but they couldn't. And then again, they told her not to feel away, which was double triggering. And it's it was like
1: crazy. It
0: was crazy. And then calling her a millennial, like, again. As a millennial myself.
2: <laughs> 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 uh, I laughed at that. <laughs> I laughed at the millennial thing because I was like, that is just the most dismissive thing. That's like, uh, that is like the apology. I'm sorry you feel that way because it's like, I'm not sorry at all. But I I did think like, when they played that clip, I was like, "I that is completely annoying. I completely under, I would be so annoyed. Like, I hate when people like, try to, um, word pick like who cares if she used the word violated but also on the other hand devil's advocate Uh I was uh like Uh (laughs) I know I know I was like I don't know if this is the right time to be bringing this up compared to the gun thing I was like I just don't know if this is in the same conversation as Darik getting robbed like I was like this I think we should talk about this tomorrow (laughs) you know just wait a l- you know or in like 2 hours or something but where's the fun in that
1: <laughs> where's the fun in that we're, true, not bring true, true. Yeah. Yeah. we're not bring watching up, you got to bring up old shit at a funeral at a wedding <laughs> like just get into it it's never a good right. time to talk about it so i think i think the issue is that she didn't quite articulate the nexus between the two so i had to go back and just try to make it make sense myself but she tried several times She's triggered by it, and it, 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 she didn't clearly, even even if it, she did make, you know, the argument about why it was the same, it's still about the right time, but she didn't even really clearly articulate why. But she was very upset in the moment. You could see yeah. that. And so, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. And honestly, and this is, listen, here, here I go getting canceled, but <laughs> it seems like we're going to talk about Dorit in her burglary every episode so were we just never gonna bring up anything else
0: yeah it seems like this is gonna be you know obviously her trauma which is very real and very understandable it's gonna be a part of the season it can't not be but we do have other people with other things including you know erica still living off the backs of (laughs) possibly People who suffered greatly.
2: (laughs) Erica now feels like the disgruntled teen, like, smoking cigs in the back of the room. (laughs) Just, like, completely. She's a completely, her whole, like, dynamic within the show has completely shifted. I mean, obviously, her entire life has shifted, but.
1: Yeah, no. It's interesting to see her stripped down, and you wonder how how much of her personality
0: was shaped by being the wife of Mr. Tom Girardi. It was her whole personality. It was it. This is it. Her personality was this, and now without the glitz, the glam team, the money to talk about the there is not. There's no there. There is what. I think we're fine. This is out. what we've learned. And it feels like Tom had the big personality
1: in the relationship. And we all remember that clip that they loved to show where he she tried to say something at a dinner party. and He shut her down and said he was speaking. It seems to me as though she wasn't required to have a personality in that re- relationship. And in fact, it was discouraged. And so now, 30 years later, it's just like, I feel like... She- We're seeing kind of a stripped down version of her, but I also think that she probably doesn't know how to operate in the world, not being this very rich man's wife. And so we're kind of watching her flounder around. Oh, for sure.
2: Yeah, and having all that, like, public humiliation, too. Like, I, you you know, she's used to being Queen Bee or, like, portraying herself and moving that way. Yeah. If you look at her
0: Insta, she's still portraying herself that way. It's all, like, sexy pictures of her, like, with... Crying. Like it's so odd. Her insta. Wow. So I, odd. I wasn't expecting sexy pictures of her crying. but it is. <laughs> it's so odd. It's so odd. And she's always like team Erica. And you're like, it's not <laughs> like there's no team Like it's it's not like you're fighting over a guy or like I don't know. It's so odd to
1: me. She, yeah. She she feels like Teresa in that way. The way that Teresa went after Marge, because Marge brought up something that was already out there. Like she's kind of like not she's divorced a bit from reality. And also like the same way that she's mad at Sutton for bringing up was what was in like a two million word article on the front of the LA Times. <laughs> that none like, of them read. Not none one of them of read. Them read. And, and it's just like, she's not grounded in reality. <laughs> here's, okay, here's my, not not to pull a Sutton. Ooh, <laughs> I like it already. <laughs> did, did Dorit ever apologize to Garcelle for yelling at her at the reunion? When she said, let me finish Garcelle, because I'm still filled with rage. It has now settled into my bones, and it causes me to have difficulty looking at her on screen. And then last night, she yells at Crystal. And so then I'm wondering... Has she yelled at any of her white castmates? And I feel like uh, bitch dash listeners would know the answer to this, and they should DM you and Casey. And yes, not me. And not, <laughs> not Akila.
0: <laughs> Leave Akila alone and let you
1: guys. Like, have we seen this? Like, what is that about?
0: I was going to say, I too remembered that last night when she was yelling at when she screamed at Crystal. I was like, okay, okay, what is happening? And then Kyle yelled at
1: Garcelle. Like, what are they doing? It's weird. It is. Um, And then this is my least popular thought. (laughs) But the robbery storyline is too dark to carry on for the whole season. Like there's there's no like scandalous investigation of fraud by the feds. There's no, even like when a housewife is trying to find her long lost father, there's like a clues and we're trying to piece it together. And there's like (laughs) something happening at the end. Or even like Jackie and her eating disorder. It was like hopeful and inspirational. This is just dark. And it's not fun and it's messy. And now after three episodes, I'm paranoid about being at home. Like, it's just, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know that it's leaving us with the feeling that we should have when we watch this show. And I don't mean to be insensitive because I know that is is not a storyline. It's actually her life. Yes. but
0: Well, that's the problem sometimes with these shows because we want to forget on some level that they're real life because we want to talk about them like characters. You know what I mean? And have opinions. But then you're realizing, oh, I'm having an opinion about someone's life, but then I have to feel something strongly about them or care for them. And I don't want to do that because this is my escape and I want to judge that. You know what I mean? So it's like, this is where it gets like the moral compass of it all gets a little like whack. No, I
2: had that same feeling. I was like, how is this going to go on the whole season? Because it's like really hard to watch. And it's like, obviously it's real life, but. Wow, it's hard to watch. Yeah, it's so painful. So it's terrifying, scary.
0: and any of us that either have been through it, or would, or could go through it, or don't want to go through it, like it's really scary. No, it's it's awful, and there's yeah, there's no levity
1: to it either, and it's just like, oh god.
0: That's why we need Diana and her fucking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have seven embryos. I'm gonna go. I'm going to um, bring them all into the world. I can't. Wait. I, I want honestly, all. Of them.
1: What an inspiration. She's yes. like 50. Yes. I
0: like <laughs> Guys, I love her. I love her. All right, let's take a break and come back with Atlanta. All right, we're back with Atlanta. Atlanta. Guys, Atlanta. Now, I love Atlanta. Love Atlanta. And even when there's no story, Atlanta gets by on, on personality, which no very few other shows do. But I will say that our trip To Todd's Jersey Condo. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? A place I didn't see us going on a trip. You know, again, I know we're still kind of in COVID times during it, so we're not, you know, taking these wild trips to Greece and wherever we've been in the past or Japan, but... Todd's Jersey condo is not where I saw us going. And did we justify that for any reason? Like, why were we there? And, like,
1: beyond why they told the women they were there, like, production-wise, like, is, are we going to call back to that condo at some point? Is it going to be the home of something cool that we're going to see in the future? What was that? Oh, Ugh. or was it, like, teasing a Kenya remodel spinoff? off <laughs>
0: But I don't want to watch that. I do not That's want fair. to watch that. That's fair. <laughs> I, I love Kenya, but I do not want to watch her remodel. No,
2: This thing with Todd, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. you're one of these men who like falls in love with this very powerful, successful woman and then is like upset in the relationship that she's still a powerful and successful woman. And, like, he's really pulling hard for this Jersey apartment. Like, even when you go to New York, it's like, what— you. If you go to New York for a weekend, you're going to truck out to Jersey just to stay in this apartment. It's like, I don't know. I just feel like Todd's really reaching. And then she's trying to be like, OK, fine. We'll go to your like weird apartment in Jersey. Oh, if you'll just leave me alone. God. It's
1: also weird for him to be like resentful of her success when like he's also benefited greatly in his completely. own endeavors. In every from her way. Success. In- like
2: you can't have have
1: it both ways.
2: I know. It bums me out. I hate it. It's hard to watch. I, I haven't watched Atlanta in, I don't know, 10 years. Like I, it got a little
1: toxic with like the before Nini left the first time there was like fighting and people getting divorced and losing houses and accusing each other of rape. It got too dark for me. So I'm just dialing back in. And are Todd and Candy normally like this or is this like a they seem to be in a bad place right now?
0: think, because I've been with them since day one, since they met. (laughs) (laughs) So I consider myself an expert on the relationship. I think they go through good times and bad times. This is a bad time. I do think though that there is a amount of resentment he has towards his wife. I have felt that even because she has, and he has had success through her money and stuff, but like old lady gang, the steakhouse, blaze, the steakhouse, like all of those I do believe are doing well. Like he's had his own success. He's, he's not without like merit or talent, but she is the wind beneath his wings monetarily and in every other way. He wouldn't have what he had without her. So they're going through a bad time, but I do think that that is a bit of a staple of their relationship
2: I think I I feel like it's been there from the beginning and stayed Mm. steady and then you know they're like "Uh, yeah things have been tough we've only been having sex three to four times a week that to
0: me was uh, (laughs) I think every every person in America just gulped
2: It's just like, ugh. <laughs> it's like, I got No, but she's like trying to talk about like her play that's like getting incredible reviews and all the work she's done and how stressed. And she's like, and he's like, okay, but my Jersey apartment, <laughs> you know? It's like, who cares, Todd? No one cares. He, that he, need, he needs a
0: thing. But this, yeah, but he's things. got so many things and like, and, it's and, and he like. shouldn't be involved in every single thing that she does. It's just, he, she shouldn't, he, he can be involved in many of her things, but they can also have their own separate lives. And also it's like, we're going to New York City to see Candy's Broadway show. This is huge to get a show in Broadway and to have it have success. It's like, there's nothing bigger on some level for an artist. And
1: he's
2: like, but I need a moment. But I need a moment. And it's in yeah. Jersey. <laughs> and, and then they showed the clips back to just like open cheating accusations and him saying, calling himself Marvin. And I was like, oh, that really makes me sad. I hope that's not true. But part of me was like, I feel like it's true. No, it, it that is That angry yeah. man thing. That angry cheating well then he and and then he gets to travel and
1: not be candy's husband so he's got a yeah. whole alias and he's out with his boys running the streets and
0: ugh. but i love sure i'm so glad sheree's back i really enjoy sheree like she makes Shere. me laugh Oh, she's, we still don't have joggers. Like, all this year later, <laughs> we still… We have a shirt that says joggers. We have a and shirt that, we'll that says do. joggers. And, guys, I would buy that shirt for $100. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> in a second. That said joggers, like, Google, I mean, what, what are we doing here? And you know she got that off of Etsy. That was not her. Oh, but, for sure. But, like, it… I just am like, like, I think, as you said it last week, like, Brooks Mark got his track si- suits up, like, too sweet. Like, Sheree, you have a life. You are a, have a house. You have a whole world. Like, why are where are these joggers? Where
1: are they? Yeah. I think if somebody gave me a challenge to come up with a line of joggers by the end of the year, I can make it happen. You, I, I, I started from less than nothing. So I just, <laughs> come on, Sheree, we've got 15 years <laughs> <laughs> waiting on, waiting on a, an article of clothing.
0: And I have to say there's so little material. There's so little material that goes into joggers. Like you just like there's so like you just need like a waistband and like uh, some cloth. Like there's nothing else.
1: Now, now who is this boyfriend of hers and why
0: so he is an ex-convict who yes. she had been talking to. I can't remember what he is accused of or went away for. I know, for. I couldn't
2: remember his crime either, but it's got to be serious. cause. But
0: I'm surprised because when she was last on, they had started dating and it's been a few years. So they're still together. Yeah. So they've made it work. He's now out, I believe, right? But under like house arrest. And she met him before he went in or while he was in? I feel like I... while
2: he was in. Oh, really? I thought it was before uh, maybe. But, yeah. I
1: heard maybe that they knew each other, maybe he didn't date but knew each yes. other before he went in. I think okay. that's it. Okay. But they started dating uh. when
0: he was in. And now she's like they're saving themselves or like I do think they had sex. We know it was quick, is what she said.
2: Oh my goodness. <laughs> but then oh my goodness. but now conjugal visit.
0: Yeah. But now they're um having like they're trying to like start again and like not have sex and like get to know each other, which to me seems like a terrible idea. Like life
2: is short, fuck, you know? Especially for a man who just got out of prison. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, haven't you been getting to know each other this whole time? Yeah. This yeah. is truly,
1: this is the whole, like, we don't touch each other, we just connect on a soul level. That part's done. So now, <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. are we doing? That's what it was. The, the The previews for next week look brutal, where he stands her up at a <gasps> lunch or something.
0: Oh, that looks terrible.
2: It looks awful. It hurt, it hurt me so much. To see that because I was just thinking Trey looks gorgeous she gorgeous. looks she's like glowing she looks happy she's got her house done I'm so proud her basement done I'm so proud of her <laughs> she's doing great I'm like so, I'm like she just looks beautiful happy and then I was like no honey please <laughs> no. <laughs> no. and then there's a
0: speaking of other bad men Drew's husband Gosh, gosh God.
1: oh my gosh. Ugh. God. He's awful. And like I he talks to her like she's a man that he's about to brawl with at a bar. Like there's a lot of like physical like aggression and hand clapping, and he's loud and he's harsh. It's just, oh my gosh. I feel I feel bad for her to an extent because she also seems to be a shit starter, but I feel bad for her because. Ralph is good looking. I th- think he makes a lot of money. So I think she probably has convinced herself that she has a catch. Uh, but I also, if I remember correctly, she's very religious. And I think, like, sometimes rel- some religions will convince you that, like, submitting to a man, even if he's an asshole, and like turning the other cheek when he mistreats you, it's like you do that in the name of being a dutiful wife. And I think she's kind of bound by that. And I would really like to see her free herself from that.
0: Yeah. Well, remember there was that prophet last year. Yeah. So there's like a baby dedication. So I know
1: she's pretty religious.
2: Yeah. Maybe the prophet can prophecy that she should leave him.
1: (laughs) To get out of that.
2: Watching them though, like first season and to have like, they look deeply in pain. They need, I'm like, oh my God, what a rough go just to come on and have that be the storyline and everyone constantly weighing in. But he's so mean. Uh, You just, I got you steak and lobster when you deserved a Lunchable. Oh my God. That was
0: crazy.
2: Like, it's like, you know, the cameras
1: are
0: rolling, right? Like, like, you know, we can play this back. That's awful. But I think he thinks, like, I look like a tough guy. Like, I look cool saying this shit.
1: But like, being a tough guy with your wife, like, who's asking for that? Who's clamoring for that? Yeah, and then Dr. Ken does not seem to be the answer to their problems. <laughs> Dr. Uh, Ken
0: was pissed that Drew sold him out, too. He was like, oh, well, uh... Like, I was like, Dr. Ken, chill. This isn't about you.
1: His advice was so sexist.
2: Yeah, I agree. Also, the way <laughs> the way that Drew... Or not, not Drew. Uh, Ralph responds and computes information like... I was like, "Oh, this is a child talking." He's like, "How? Yes. How could a man? If I was a maniac, how could I be successful?" I was like, "Well, that's a, you know sometimes a common ingredient. Yeah. You need uh, like I was just like." That's that was a horrible argument for your case. Sir. Yeah.
1: Now that's a re- like a requirement to be a billionaire. It should yeah. Just be absolutely Oh
2: yeah. I was like
0: insane. Elon Musk is a fucking maniac. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Donald Trump is a maniac. <laughs> like,
1: exactly. Doctor Ken told Drew that she has to sleep with Ralph if she if he she messes up, but Ralph just has to be a good guy if he messes up. Like. <laughs> What is this? It's not science. Why is he? And he's been on like three Bravo shows. He's also like, I think Potomac and also Married to Medicine, which is the show that I do like. Yes. And I would plug everybody should watch Married to Medicine Atlanta. It's great. Um, yeah, I think she's getting bad advice from the prophet, from the therapist. And Kenya was the only is the only person thus far that I've seen who's actually speaking
0: like some truth and wisdom to her. I know, I agree.
2: Yeah, but then she turned on her. Well, Kenya will turn on anybody. Kenya
0: turns on anybody and everybody. And yet, she did have good advice.
2: I was like, wow, Kenya. I was like, wow, you you know, the, you're saying such sane, like, true, true, true things. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yes, yes, yes. And then she goes, yeah, but then Drew doesn't let you go. <laughs> 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 well, that's
0: Kenya. B. I mean, I love Kenya so much. I mean, I think she's such… She's such a good story. Oh, yeah. She's a generator. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just a perfect housewife in every way because she's so smart and she will give good advice, but then she'll cut you to the core. Like, she has no loyalty to anybody. Just can't, like, she hates Marlo. <laughs> I, Marlo, the fact that she calls her house the Hamptons is perfect. I love her Marlo. Effect. I love it. I love her. The fact that she told that story about having sex with a giraffe <laughs> like, or like in front of a giraffe and the giraffe and he licked, licked her, her face? face. Oh, God. Like, what the fuck? And, and, Ken- <laughs> and then Kenya's story about the blood trail from the coyotes.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> What are we God. talking about? <laughs> I loved it. I was like, this is incredible. These, <laughs> I love this. Oh, it was so good. It was
0: wild. I mean, it was just so fucking wild.
2: <laughs> I do enjoy that Kenya and Marlo are like trying to have, I don't know if they're like, in, it's like a fake friendship or what. Marlo, I can tell there is genuinely either, in, is genuinely intimidated and or maybe hurt by Kenya. But I like that they're still doing this uh this dance, like that she brought her over, I was like, "Wow, amazing after you she just like trashed your event to hell, yeah, and then but
1: I, and it, she brought her over to show her whatever, but also shaded her in the confessionals, like because you know my my house won't take as long as theirs, And then when she got there, she immediately like snipped at Kenya, like yelled at her, and cussed at her, and then brought it back. <laughs> like just, yeah. like that. just ride right back. I won't do that. My bad. And then they kept on going. It's interesting. Uh, what what do you think I, uh, as a long term, a longtime fan and expert, Danielle, what do you think about Marlo getting her peach? I was so happy for her.
0: She has earned it in every way. She has been so involved in a, so many stories. She gives so much shade, but she also gives heart the story with her and her nephews. And just I do think that she desperately wants to fit in. I feel it in her life, but I also think she's strong. I think she's worked hard for the peach and she deserves it as much as anybody else does. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she's always been a little bit of flavor. Um, in the group, you know what I mean? We've never quite followed storylines of hers. So I'm happy that we get to follow a storyline as opposed to just like sprinklings with her. Um, and I just enjoy her. I think she's so funny too. Like I'll never forget the fight she had with, um, Eva the diva on the bus in Japan. Like talk about a fucking hilarious (laughs) fight. Just never forget it.
2: I think she should have gotten it a lot earlier. She brings so much. I love Marlo. I love and I love her looks. I love everything about her. I think she's so funny. She's amazing.
1: There's something wise about her. Like in the in in a scene she seems to be like a voice of reason. If she's not like, you know, mixing it up, mixing it up and talking <laughs> shit or whatever. But even when she when um they were at the dinner and Kenya's talking to Drew about how terrible Ralph is and and Marlo says, I'm staying single as shit or something like that. <laughs> it's like, like... That is the
0: takeaway from from that whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, that is the takeaway. The week before, when she said to Kenya, "Why did you invite your white friends here?" <laughs> uh, yes, that was so funny. Yeah, your white friends don't get it. <laughs> uh, like she's just the great button on every scene, you know. As comedy writers, I think we know we're always looking for that button, and she's just yeah. got him in spades. Like she's just, yeah, she she puts it into perspective. <laughs> uh, just beautiful. And again, like, I don't know what we have in store this season in terms of story. I can't quite tell where we're going. Does anyone know? Has anyone heard hints of, like, where we're, where we're heading? Like, what the drama is about this season? Whereas, like, with some seasons, you're like, oh, we know this person gets divorced, or we know that these people have this right. huge fight. I don't know that I've heard, like, rumblings in Atlanta, but I'm still enjoying every second I watch.
2: Well, we have this thing going on with the assistant between Sheree yes. and Drew, which I have this feeling <laughs> is going to keep playing out for a while, especially since they called uh, Ralph gay, maybe. And... Uh, I feel like everyone yeah. should
0: go, this assistant obviously wants to be on camera, so let's just get rid of him because he's... <laughs> let's not give the assistant what he
2: wants. Yeah. Yeah. He wants it so bad. So bad. bad. Uh, the minute
0: he walked in the house and started, like, talking to the women and, like, reading them and telling them what they were doing wrong, I was like, all right, this guy.
1: And then Drew was so disappointing to me. That, like I said, I, they're new to me. So, but Drew, Drew, her, 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 her brain function seemed it let me down <laughs> because she's trying to bring she's trying to bring gossip from her assistant to Sheree. Like you don't pay your bills, and completely missed the irony of her assistant bringing gossip to everybody else about her husband potentially being gay. And it's like she just she, she missed couldn't it completely. comport. She yeah, couldn't comport. And it's like you know that's. And then she wouldn't fire him. It's just oh. and housewives and-
0: never learn their lesson. Like I once had someone who I worked, who worked with me and for me, and they started gossiping about an old boss. And I was like, okay, we're done, because yeah. I don't. Well, if if you're gossiping about your old boss, then you are going to gossip about me. And everybody, when you work for them, has their highs and their lows. You try and treat people well. You try and treat pe- people with respect. But again, who knows? In a day what's on going on in people's lives and so if they're gossiping about their old boss they're gonna gossip about you for sure
1: yes. and, and this is a tip for when people interview for jobs and this happens i don't know if it's translated outside, outside i do not this translates outside <laughs> of our industry but like when you're interviewing for a tv show the whoever you interview will always be like well how was it to work with so-and-so like the actor or the host or whatever and like be careful because I think there's a tendency to want to like bond. Like, okay, well, I'll tell you this person was a narcissist and a drug addict. Right. And it's like, they love that information. They're not hiring you because now they know that in the next interview, you're going to say the same thing about them. And they know that they're probably a narcissist and a drug addict too. And they don't need that being spread
2: around. And so just
1: resist the urge to bond in the name of, you know, talking shit about somebody you work for.
2: Exactly. This really uh, bit me in the ass once when I was in college and I was working at Lululemon. And uh, <laughs> one of the, one of the, the <laughs> like, store directors or company directors came by and was like, you know, just making small talk, like uh, coming to supervise. And I was in the back at the pants station folding pants to death. And... Um, <laughs> And they said, "How's it going back here?" And I said, um, "I said, oh yeah, I just hang back here and fold, and I don't speak to anyone when I don't want to speak to anyone." And I got written up for a citation, and that was the last time I was ever honest. You know, (laughs) they're like, "Your job is to educate. Your job is to educate our customers." not to fold pants in the back and be quiet.
0: I love that you get a citation, like from a cop, a Lululemon cop. Yes, (laughs) it was. Yes, it was. Folding (gasps) without a permit. Oh, my God. You guys... (laughs) You guys are the funniest. Akilah, thank you for co-hosting and stepping in to Casey's Shoes beautifully, as you have done before. I I try. You (laughs) fill them well. Um, Anything you want to plug, Akilah? I mean, obviously your Instagram and your Twitter is so hilarious. you want to give everybody those?
1: Yeah, at Akilah Green, A-K-I-L-A-H-G-R-E-E-N. And, um, and, you know, look for my top secret project whenever I can announce Ah! it.
0: You and I are going to offline, whatever. Um, I'm on the edge of my seat. (laughs) (laughs) And Blair, I'm so happy to, I I met you in person, but I'm so happy to get to know you a little So You're so funny and I'm sorry that you were abused at Lululemon and I will, (laughs) I'll still go in there, but I'll be angry about buying stuff. (laughs)
2: Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. I'm such a big fan. This is such a moment for me. So, yeah, it was really a thrill. And uh, I love you all. You're the love best. Love you, and- <laughs> Great to hang with you. Oh, so my God. Great, Blair. And, Blair, I want to plug your show. I want to plug your show. Oh, yes. If you guys out there, Bitch such listeners are interested, I will be doing an hour of stand-up um, in about a week, at um, June 6th at the Elysian Theater in L.A., and also, if you want, check out my new podcast, Dear Owen Wilson.
0: Thanks, guys. And thank you to Kate and Amelia, Akila and Blair. And guys, if you want those websites that I talked about, I will put them in the episode notes. Um, but Mom's Man Action and Every Town for Gun Safety. And I love you guys. Stay safe out there. Bye.